Welcome to the Healthy Habits Podcast. How do working parents like us not only find time to take care of our families, build a successful career, and contribute to society, and at the end of the day still make time to take care of ourselves so we can be better parents, better coworkers, friends, and live a more fulfilled life? How do we learn to balance it all? The secret is in your habits, and it all begins with your health. Find your answers for balance here on the Healthy Habits Podcast. Yay! Hey, my healthy friend, what's up? I am really thankful that you are joining me today. Um, Today I wanted to talk about three forms of capital. And this is something that I learned from... um, the Rise Up World Challenge. If you go to riseupworld.com, even on Facebook, you can find their Facebook page. And if you are a small business owner or an entrepreneur, you will learn really valuable information from them. And uh, they had a guest speaker. And uh, of course, since we can't go anywhere right now, uh, the guest speaker was just through a Zoom meeting and he shared three forms of capital that I want to share with you. And I think these three forms of capital will um, help uh, create uh, an eye-opening insight as to why our health is so important in all of these areas. Are you ready? Let's dive in. First, I want to start off by asking you a question. If you were to say that something is functioning well, what would you define it as? Do you define it as it's healthy um, or that it's successful, right? Um, I'm asking you these questions. Obviously, I, I, I'm looking for a specific answer, but think to yourself these things. If something is working well, don't we call it healthy? We, we say that it is healthy, um, right? When, um, and when our health is functioning well, we say that we are balanced or we are, we are healthy, we are balanced. Those things are almost interchangeable when, when given the definition of something is functioning well, um, or it is everything is working together. We say that it is healthy and that there is a healthy balance um, of that in our lives. And I love that because it is true. Our health um, in every aspect of our life is so very important to the balance of our life in general. So the three forms of capital that um, were spoken about that I'd like to share with you and hopefully um, help to create some insight into your um, forms of capital and whether or not you are balanced um, are these. Are you ready? The first one was mental capital. Now, I love this, not just because I think our mental health is so important, but because I think we can gain more mental capital, more, um, we can increase our mental health and increase our mental capital, um, by doing certain things. And these certain things are not big, but they make it, 
a really big difference and they give us a great return on our investment of our time. Um, we don't often think of our time as um, something that we, uh, something that's an asset. We almost think of it as a liability, right? We are chasing the clock. We are racing against time. It's slipping through our fingers. This is something that we almost, is almost uh, something that we're fighting against, is losing time, right? So time is our greatest asset. And if we can take time to, to uh, increase these forms of capital, then we can increase our health in our overall life. Um, so mental capital is simply increasing our capacity to um, tap into our mental resources. Now, how, how do we do that? And he talked about taking time right? Um, trading time because time is our greatest asset, um, for mental capital. And we do that by taking time to meditate, taking time to think and answer questions that will help us to really dive into not just, um, things that we are experiencing temporarily, um, but what that's going to, but the patterns that that creates long term, if we don't sit and think about our thoughts, if we don't answer the questions that are going through our minds, then we are no better off than, um, say we were to, um, just wait for someone to prepare us or, feed us a meal. We're no better off than our kids who say, I'm hungry, but don't know how to solve their own problems. Does that make sense? So when we are thinking about mental capital, what does that mean to you? What, what if you were to sit down right now and answer the one question that's going through your mind, what would that question be? And how would you solve that? You would solve that by sitting down, maybe brainstorming. You would um, solve that by meeting a friend in a coffee shop or a cafe and asking their opinions on things. This is how we increase our men mental capital. And your opinion, my friend, is just as important to asking your friend or your family members valuable insight. You too can create mental capital for yourself by answering your own questions, by diving into it, by reading more. Um, so I think there are, there are three ways that we can, um, find mental capital. We can ask ourselves those questions by diving into thinking time, by meditating. Um, we can go to a greater source of power, which for me is, is God. When I turn to him in prayer, I know that I can receive an answer from a source greater than myself. So, uh, we go to, we go to another source of inspiration and, um, that can also mean, um, going, turning to a trusted friend, um, and gaining the perspective of others helps to increase our perspective. If we are left only to our own thoughts, then we are left to a very limited capacity of what, 
of what the possibilities are, right? And then the third one would be um, development. So, uh, and the second and third one seems like they are really close, and I think they are. Um, so the first one would be we go to ourselves, we, we turn personal, and then the second one is that we turn to a spiritual source. And the third one is that we turn to a, um, an intellectual source. So we, we read a book, we turn to a friend, we increase our knowledge in that area, and that in turn will increase our form of capital in that area. I think this is so important for us to remember as we, um, as we want to increase our capital because if our mental capital doesn't increase, then other forms of capital don't increase as well. Now, I know that you know that there are other forms of capital out there, such as money, um, but this was a real insight into how I can first increase my own mental capacity which then will increase my other forms of capital. Are you ready to learn what those things are? Let's dive into those. Have you ever wanted to make a podcast? Have you ever had ideas in your head and you just need to get them out now? A podcast is a great way to do that. And the best platform I have found is Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First, it's free. I mean, that's like, that's like top of the line, right? You, if you're going to make a podcast and you don't have any money to invest in anything to get your voice heard right now, free is the best, is the only way to do it. So there's that. Then there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. So no need to worry about fancy gadgets or uh, making sure that you're even sitting down at a computer when you want to get your thought out and publish your podcast. Or if you are with another friend and you want to, you know, um, interview someone or um, share a thought while you're on the road, doing it right from your phone is really an advantage. I can't tell you how, um, how easy it has made my life um, when trying to publish a podcast. So I am so thankful to have um, Anchor as our sponsor for our show today. And if you are ready to make your podcast and let your voice be heard, go to anchor.fm and sign up today for your free account. so I'll just get right to the point. I need your advice. I am working on a new course about how to add more time to your day without burning the midnight oil, and I want to make sure that I don't leave anything out. So will you let me know your biggest questions about how to get more done in less time? It could be anything, but I really think people can benefit from your valuable insight on this topic. And all you have to do is type in your question in the link below. I'll give you the link below. And all you have to do is type in your question and click submit. And in exchange for your advice, when this course becomes um, live, I will give you free access to the masterclass that's happening on May 28th of this year. And this course is normally going to sell for 
um, you know, 197 in the near future. But you'll get special access to this course for free when you submit a question. Um, Does that sound good? I really need your help and I would really appreciate it. So what is your number one question about getting more done in less time? Click the link below, submit your question and get free access. Uh, Get access for free to the masterclass that's happening on May 28th. And I look forward to seeing you there. Thanks so much. The next one is relationship capital. Now I want you to ask yourself, how are your relationships doing? Which ones are the strongest? And when you figure out or when you, when you see which ones are the strongest, what do you do? What practices are in place or what standards are in place to ensure that those relationships remain strong by growing over time, right? Because we can't just do one thing or do the same thing to that relationship as we change and evolve because um, those things will also change and evolve. They'll either get better or they'll get worse. So what are the things that you are doing to maintain the growth of those relationships? That is a form of capital in your life. Your relationships, your connection with people, your social health, is so very, very important to your overall balance in your life. Um, You can't go through life thinking that you can live alone, right? That you alone influence yourself and nobody else and that you don't need anybody else. So there are two two sides to that coin, Um, knowing that we need to both improve our relationship with ourselves and our relationship with others, always. They are always either growing or they are, um, <clears throat> they are digressing. And so what is the one thing that you can do today to um, either grow your relationship, uh, continue, what, what's the one thing that you can continue to do or add to your to what you are currently doing um, to grow those relationships, the relationship with yourself and the relationship with others. And if you are, not, if you are doing something um, or not doing something, today is the day to um, set that in stone, to, to do it, to add it. Now, there, was, there is one more thing that could be hurting your relationship capital and that is something that you are doing that is that is negative to that growth so what could be something today what is something in your life is there something in your life that is causing your relationships to dwindle is there is there one thing that if you removed that one thing um your relationships would improve? What's the one thing that you could remove uh, that could improve your relationship with yourself? Um, My guess would be that one of the biggest factors in our relationship capital is technology. If we can disconnect from technology uh, just for 
for any given amount of time, right? For five minutes, 10 minutes, and be 100% present with ourselves, with somebody else, or with somebody else, then we can automatically improve, strengthen, increase our relationship capital. Does that make sense? This is a really, really important form of capital that we often take for granted until there's a problem. And also, we don't seem to see our relationship with ourself, our personal relationship with, with my personal relationship with myself, your relationship with yourself, um, and how that affects our health. But can you see just how important this relationship capital is? Um, so something happened to me the other day that helped me to realize um, that I am responsible for the growth of my relationship capital is um, that uh, the other night my, my husband was sitting in one room on one couch and I was sitting on one room, on a couch in another room and um, I came in to the room that he was in but I sat at the other end of the couch and it's just because it was closest to me. I was tired. I sat down. It was late at night. I sat down. Uh, we read um, from the Book of Mormon. We, we read scriptures like we usually do at night. And, um, and or um, now that I think about it, you know, it was a night when we actually um, stayed up late watching a movie with our oldest daughter. And after that was over, um, he, we talked and, and, uh, there was some disagreement or, um, something that had come up and he said to me, I thought that you were going to come and sit next to me when you came in the room. And so automatically I could see where. Either I could think, well, you could move and sit next to me, you, you know, uh, and I could automatically shift the responsibility from myself to him, but then I lose control over what I know I can do and not worrying about anybody's other, anybody else's actions as to whether or not my relationship capital grows. If I want to see an improvement in that, then I need to do something. So I made it a point that night, and actually I have done this every night or every time since, that if he is in another room that I am going to, I make it a point to sit next to him because that is important to him. And um, if I can practice what's important to him, then I know that he'll reciprocate because people naturally do. They reciprocate the actions that we show uh, towards them. So what actions are you, um, are you practicing? What actions are you taking to ensure the growth of your relationship capital and not anybody else's responsibility, but yours? So if there is something that you can do today to improve that relationship capital, what is it? And write it down in your journal, um, Write it on your hand, put it somewhere where you can see it every day 
so that you can remember to practice that one thing. If only once a day you were to practice that one thing, then you would be making a 1% progress, um, which will pay off big in the end, down the road. And not even in the end, but down the road. Um, but you have to be consistent. So you have to start with at least once a day today um, and then move on, move forward from there. Does that make sense? Can you do that? I think you can because this improves the health of our relationships. So it improves our own personal social health, which is a really, really essential part in finding the balance in our health. Now let's move on to the one that we all know as our, as our form of capital, which is our financial capital. Now let's talk about our financial capital. Now look, I don't profess to be a financial guru, but I do know the difference between financial health, uh, good financial health, and poor financial health. And I myself have struggled a lot during my life um, to understand what helps me to feel financially healthy. So I'm going to share and be very vulnerable with you for a moment about my financial health. Now, um, when I was growing up, my family was really poor. Um, so poor, actually, and I was just telling my daughter this story the other day when it kind of hit me how, how difficult things were for us financially growing up, is um, my dad um, quit working for a nonprofit, uh, actually uh, the church that we belonged to, he was working in their financial department. Um, and he quit working there when I was little and went to work for himself. Uh, the problem was, and I think it's great, obviously, um, I have tried to do that myself. Um, but I, looking back at it uh, from an adult standpoint, um, when he went to work for himself, he didn't have the financial foundations of saving money First of all, and not just saving money, but budgeting. Uh, he had no budget for his family, um, so he practiced no budget in his in his business. And um, second of all, he traded time for money. Um, they were equal assets in his mind, and so I was taught that I needed to trade time for money, and that I didn't need to set up a budget and I would be okay. I just kind of went from the, you know, just kind of went spontaneously and hoped that I would make it through um, to the next paycheck. Now looking back at it um, as a 40 year old, I realized how ridiculous this is to live uh, my life, my financial life or my financial, um, my financial health on the basis of hope. I am a big proponent, don't get me wrong, I'm a big proponent of hope and what that means for our future. But I don't believe that financial health must be lived on the basis of hope. Um, 
and your financial health is so, so important to your regular health, to your overall health, right? To your physical health, your mental health, your spiritual health, um, and your personal, your intellectual growth all need to have some sort of, and they all have some sort of financial um, capital assigned to them. Um, And this is because we can't be spiritually strong if we are not generous with our assets, with the things that we have, giving of our time and our money. And we can't do that if we don't have uh, some form of financial capital at the ready to dispose of or to trade in uh, return for that spiritual strength, right? We cannot have physical health unless we are willing to trade our financial capital um, for the things that make our bodies physically healthy. Um, And so you get the picture, right? And these are things that I am just now learning as an adult. I am learning how empowering it is to have a budget and not trade time for money, but trade the things of value that I see, which money is a source of value and trading that to get the value that I want in return. Um, So where are, where is your financial health right now? And who can you turn to? Because This is not my expertise, um, but I do know plenty of people who can help um, put us in um, the the right perspective, put us on the right path towards financial health and helping to grow that capital. Um, Two, two people that I can give to you as a referral right now is one, um, Scott, um, oh, Scott, his name is Scott and he is a financial coach and his website actually I know is, is liveyourwayfc.com. He is a financial coach. He has helped me to put into perspective, um, why my financial health is so very important to my, the growth of my business, the growth of myself the growth of my relationships, and the health and the um, balance of my overall life. Um, And so I highly recommend you go to Scott. He offers a free 20-minute consultation on financial health um, and what what you can put in place today to to fast-track your way or um, to create a clear path for you to improve your financial health. Um, If that is something that you need help with, please, please, please turn to someone you know who who knows how to budget and who knows how to use their time to get something of value. Um, And if that is money, then how can you use your greatest asset, which is time, to get the most out of that money, right? If it is a... If you are trading dollars for minutes, then there you need to look at it in a different perspective. Find someone who can help you do that. Another place that I know of that's great to look, another coach, is the Profit Factory. Um, so go to ProfitFactory.com. 
but I would go to Scott. Um, go to Scott Shumway first and um, get your consultation on your financial health and what you need to do personally so that you can upgrade your financial capital and increase then other areas of capital in your life. Um, because this is often where we feel like we need to start, but I'm going to give you a secret. I'm going to share with you a secret. Um, in, the, in the Rise Up World um, coaching that I was part of, they talked about how mental capital times multiplied by relationship capital equals financial capital. So if you're going to start with your financial capital thinking, okay, if I earn more money, then I will increase my mental and relationship capital. No, that's not how it works actually. So you can begin today to increase your mental capital and your relationship capital, which then will in turn help you to increase your financial capital. And I am so sure of this because I have put this into practice just since I have learned this. And I have seen with my husband, I have seen an increase in our, um, in our capacity to love each other. And that I feel is what capital is. It is the increase of the capacity to grow it, right? So if we take time in our mental um, health to grow or increase the capacity to grow our mental health, then we have increased that capacity or that, that capital. Then we can share that capital with others. But until we feel like we have something of value mentally to share with someone else, there's no, there's no way that's going to grow. And if we don't feel like we have something to share with anyone else, then our relationships aren't going to grow either. Do you see how these pieces are so very important first before we work on increasing our financial capacity? If we, or our financial capital, if we are working together with our spouse or with our friends, with our coworkers, um, and increasing those, those forms of capital and then increasing our individual capital. When we put our heads together, right, then that collaboration can automatically, you can become so creative in how to increase your forms of financial capital. And this is what we all want um, in the end, right? We want more financial capital to then increase our contribution to society, to increase our status in our relationships and with ourselves. And that status is not the most important thing. It is service that is the most important thing. And when we, we can only increase those areas when we first increase our mental capacity and then our, our mental capital, excuse me. Um, and that mental capital increases when we increase our mental capacity um, to to um, sustain that growth and then our relationship growth uh, will, then, will then manifest itself in our financial growth. And this is how we increase the forms of capital that we have in our lives to increase our health, 
to increase um, the fulfillment and the joy um, that we are meant to have in this life. And I hope that this adds some value to your life as well, helps me to feel like um, I can contribute to the world and make a difference to somebody else. Um, and you will be able to do the same. I hope you have enjoyed this podcast. I hope that you have gotten something out of this. And I hope that you go and write down in your journal today. I want you to go. I don't want this based on hope. I want this based on fact that you will take an action step now today and write down one thing you can do to increase your mental capacity or your mental capital. One thing you can do to improve your relationship capital which then will increase your financial capital and who can help you to sustain that growth in your financial capital because that um, is so very important to our contribution in life um, and in the world and we need your contribution more than ever Um, and i am so thankful for the value you contribute to my life as well. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this podcast. I hope this leaves you feeling more empowered and excited to start practicing just one healthy habit. The most effective way to make your habits stick is to share them. So please share with me on Facebook or Instagram what you are going to do so I can offer support and help hold you accountable. Heaven knows we all need that. Then share this podcast and your new healthy habit with a friend so you can increase the number of people in your corner cheering you on and also make a difference by contributing to someone else making a positive change in their lives because a healthy we begins with a healthy me. Yes, it all starts with you. Make it a great day, my friend.